Hey there! Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. At Sky Gems Academy, our vision is to build a community of new generation leaders with strong core values, high level of self awareness, high self worth, and passionate individuals who will give back to the community and the environment. We are focused on delivering high quality blended online learning of 21st century life skills delivered and taught online, practiced and perfected offline. Our philosophy is to inspire, educate, and nurture. We work towards inspiring and igniting sparks. We listen, we coach, we fine tune, and accelerate the mastery of 21st century life skills for various age groups. Our blended learning programs are curated from the early years to above 60 years old, as we believe in providing high quality, lifelong learning for everyone. SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry We will take you inside the minds and behind the scenes of 40 exclusive leaders and educators in the education industry. We've interviewed 40 exclusive educators and leaders in the education industry worldwide, starting with China where the pandemic initially started. You will hear from the leaders in the education industry sharing candidly their views on the possible changes that will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19. Be sure to tune in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1 to listen and learn from the amazing stories, experiences shared, challenges faced, and techniques used by educators in different cities and countries to adapt and overcome their challenges personally as well as professionally in their respective roles in the education industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Let's dive in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. Introducing to you our host, Alyssa. Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Hope everyone is keeping well. SkyGems Academy Podcast is a passion project that my team and I kicked off in early 2020. As we are all facing the unprecedented events and experiences impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we find that there is an urgent need to unite the global community of educators and leaders to progress forward together. Our main objective is to create a platform for all global leaders and global communities to come together to document these historic moments for our future generations. SkyGems Academy podcast is a platform for everyone from all around the world to share, listen, learn, communicate, collaborate, and come together to network and help one another to pull through this very challenging period that has impacted the global community. In each episode of SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1, How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry, you will find yourself immersed and engaged in in-depth discussions and thought leadership in various aspects of education, technology, humanity, diversity, disparity, and collaborations in the education space. Our distinguished speakers also shared interesting stories, techniques, information, and experiences with regards to COVID-19 pandemic and its impact to each speaker 
and to the education industry. We trust that you will find great value, insights and learnings from our 40 exclusive speakers in each episode of Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1. We are very grateful and sincerely appreciate each and every one of you who has motivated us, encouraged us, contributed in your own very special ways, especially our 40 exclusive guest speakers from all around the world. A big thank you to all and a big shout out to all of you. I am pleased to introduce you to our charismatic and distinguished guest speaker for Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1, Episode 4, Rob Champion. Here are some key highlights of Rob's amazing track records. Rob Champion is currently the Head of Faculty of English and Humanities at the Straits International School in Rawang, Malaysia. He is a highly experienced school leader and IB examiner with extensive leadership experience in international education, having taught in schools around the globe, including Peru, Czechia, Jordan, Sri Lanka, and the UK. In his private time, Rob is working on his first novel, is a published poet, and has represented Peru at international cricket as both player and manager. Wow, impressive. I quote and unquote Rob Champion. It is so important that we give them those skills. Not just academic skills, but the skills that they need for life. Maybe those 21st century skills and those ever-present basic human skills of your own humanity and empathy and general kindness to people. Without further ado, let's tune in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast Episode 4 for Rob Champions Podcast. Welcome to Sky Gems Podcast. We have the privilege of having Rob Champion with us today to share his views and his thoughts. I'd like to pass over to Rob for him to introduce himself to you. Over to you, Rob. Hello, everybody. Hello, Alicia. Um, my name is Rob Champion, and I'm currently the uh, Head of Faculty of English and Humanities at Straits International School, Ruang, here in Malaysia. Um, I've been an international teacher now for about 15 years, having taught in Peru for a number of years, Czech Republic, Tanzania, Jordan, and most recently in Sri Lanka. Got a lot of experience in educational management at both IB and at Cambridge, and it's a privilege to talk to you today. Thank you, Rob. What a wonderful time to have you with us today, and thank you for your time and also sharing. Really appreciate that from the Sky Gems Academy team. The current environment that we're all facing is rather challenging, to say the least, and it's something that is totally unprecedented for many, many years. Today, it's really nice to have you, Rob, coming from a um, different background, different environment, to share with us how do you feel about the current COVID-19 pandemic situation? Well, I think everybody was in a bit of a shock, state of shock at the start, suddenly being almost under a kind of house arrest, having to protect our health workers and our, and our citizens. So I think the first instinct was of shock and getting used to this new reality. I think it's really revealed our interconnectivity. I think as educators, we talk about these words of interdependence, being global citizens, but this really has brought it home to us 
what these mean. It's like chaos theory in action. We go from a wet market in Wuhan and then suddenly the four corners of the world are in lockdown. It's been, um, been a very, very difficult and revealing situation. Indeed. Where were you when all this broke out? Were you in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur? Uh, yes, I was in um, Malaysia, in, in KL. School is just a little bit outside KL, in a, in a place called Ruwag. And uh, we could see what was happening. Uh, I think you guys in Singapore mm. were about a week ahead of us going into lockdown and obviously in China. So yes. we could see it sort of developing and we could see what was happening in Italy and in Spain and places. And it was sort of a bit of a matter of time about before it was going to kick in here. And I think that was useful. We actually took a very proactive approach. We saw that this was happening. So we ensured, I think we had just finished half term. Mm -hmm. We ensured we had enough time for teachers to prepare for what was going to happen. So we could lay down what our expectations were. We could lay down what procedures we were going to use. We could introduce everybody to Zoom. Like everybody know, now knows mm -hmm. what Zoom is. But at the start of this, nobody had, a, I just certainly never heard of Zoom. Yep. Um, and to get, practice going about what people needed as well as simple practicalities alike ensuring everybody had the resources to take home with them so we had an idea that it was coming in we've been told by the ministry of education that it was definitely going to happen the announcement would be at the weekend so on the friday before we ensured that all the students came in they were able to take their resources they had what they had what they needed to do at home and teachers were able to prepare get themselves ready for the online learning that was going to take place from the monday so we, I think here in Malaysia, we were actually in quite an advantageous position that we had fair warning about what was going to happen. Yes, I see Malaysia taking action very swiftly. And I think that is a really a good sign of adaptability in a very quick manner, very agile in terms of the response from Malaysia. The um, education space definitely have turned into a different way of educating and learning and teaching both. I see that, uh, Rob, you mentioned that you and your school adapted really quickly into home-based learning with Zoom as one of the key tools that is used. I was wondering what other changes that you have to make in order to adapt so suddenly to the change? Well, I think that's the big question, and, and it's certainly a question that I face with every day because mm -hmm. one of the challenges and the, the opportunities that this whole process is is that revealed that need for resilience and flexibility. I, I'm adapting all the time. Right from the start, I think for me and for others, it was you have to change that whole work-life balance. You know, when you're in school, when you're working, that's where you're working. You come home and you, you set time for you when you do your marking, your preparation, etc. But now it's, it's all fluid. So it's important that you have your time being at home, your own personal space, your own personal time with your family and with your loved ones. But obviously you're in the same place for work and for home. And the first thing that was very important was being able to get that balance right. Get a, mm. For me, um, I've, I have my library, my study, so I turn that into school. So as, as soon as I open the door, I'm in school. Uh, this is where I'm going to be doing my teaching and learning. But as soon as I leave, that's where I'm home and I'm with my family. So that work-life balance and getting that clear, I think is very, very important for everybody's emotional well-being and mental health. We still need to be able to separate the two. So I think that was very, very difficult. I think sometimes the mistakes I certainly made at the start was dealing with the technological challenges because we did have notice, but obviously it's all new. And a lot of it is trial and error and a lot of it is setting things up for the first time. And so setting up that sort of scaffolding of technological education online, that was driven very much at the start. And actually, I think 
later on, I realized that the most important thing is my team, certainly my team, mm. teachers, and obviously the students. And actually their emotional well-being is even more important than the technology. I, I really hope one of the best things that comes out of this is that that recognition of the importance of students' pastoral support and also the pastoral support that we give our teachers, that uh, emotional well-being mm-hmm. is very, very important. And particularly in times like this where we have that isolation, it's very important to try and break down those barriers and make time for people. And above all, what I've found is to mm-hmm. listen. It's to really give time for listening to students and my members of staff about what their needs and what their requirements are. That is so important. And I really hope that's something that we take into the future because that relationship is so important, that listening, but also that trusting. Trusting the students to empower them with their independent learning and trusting our staff that they are doing the best they can do and giving that, them the responsibilities to go off and make those changes and make those differences. Because by listening to them, wow, I tell you, they've given me more ideas than I've had from anybody else. So mm. it really brings together the importance of team working, I think. Yes. You hit on the, all the very critical notes there, Rob. Things like empathy, compassion, trust. These are all basic fundamentals, value, I would say. They're all human beings. All of us should have and have actually, but maybe forgotten with all those busy lifestyle that we lived in and also moving around and having back-to-back sessions with too many uh, meetings or conference calls or engagement. But now that everything kind of like scaled down in terms of the um, connectivity outside where you used to be, but now it's just within the four walls of the house, but you are still connected to the rest of the world through technology. That actually brings out a lot of uh, different skill sets, isn't it? Like listening. When you are face-to-face, you listen. You actually have physical body language that you can look out for, eye contact. When it comes to a technology, <laughs> like video conferencing over Zoom, it's a different feeling. Even, yes, we are looking at each other, but it's not kind of the same feeling of connection. That actually amplifies further what you need to do in terms of listening, right? couldn't agree more with what you were saying and and I wanted to pick up on one word you Mm. mentioned there which I think is very important which is engaging Mm. I think what this shows is is when we Mm. say we're engaging how much are we really engaging with our students how much are they there involved in the journey of education with us because of this technological barrier really means we have to go above and beyond to actually make certain that we are engaging our students and we are spending time with them one-to-one One of the practical difficulties that it's been is for me personally and for a lot of my team members that I've spoken to is it's actually more work. It Mm -hmm. might not, it might seem different to uh, to other people from the outside, but it's more work because you have to spend that time individually with students. Yes, you're absolutely correct. You have your whole Zoom classes that are up there. But in order to ensure that they are engaged, you have to go the extra mile. You have to talk to them individually. I always spend a moment at the start of school speaking to all the students in the classes to see how they all are doing individually. And, you know, for some of them, that's the only time Mm -hmm. somebody will say to them all day, how are you doing? I I think it shows the importance of what you were talking about, but also this idea of 21st century skills. And yes, we need to have the interconnectivity of the interwebs and technological aspects to it. But also what are important are the skills that we always need to have that maybe we have taken for granted. Like you say, like listening to people, like uh, Mm. hearing what other people have to say about that empathy and that empowerment. And I think that's very important that we've almost become too technological And so this gives us an opportunity, I think, to to reconnect with our humanity. 
Well said, Rob. I couldn't agree more to what you just said. Uh, really, the human touch is so important and I think it shows in this time of pandemic where we all are longing for human touch and human connection. So let's continue to embrace that engagement with the students, with our loved ones, with people around us, our community to come out stronger yeah, and more resilient from before. Absolutely. And, and, and to realise that as, that as educators, yes, of course, you know, my subject specialty is, is history. But I'm not just a history teacher, you know, I'm there for all of my students to help them grow and to, and to develop and to be global citizens and to be independent learners and to, and to go off into the world and build their own future. And it's so important that we give them those skills, not just, you know, the academic skills, but the skills that they need for life whether they be those 21st century skills or whether they be those ever-present basic human skills of your mm. own humanity and empathy and, and general kindness for people. Definitely kindness and generosity goes a long way. The challenges that you faced, Rob, you mentioned earlier, how do you overcome them? Is there any special tips that you can share with us? How I managed to overcome them is to try <laughs> and be as, as open as possible with mm. people. I'm a great believer in transparency. So firstly is to admit that you don't know. You're in a new situation. Yeah. Nobody is an expert. One of the things I've actually learned, this is outside the world of education, but generally in the world, is I think I really feel, this is the first time in my life I'm probably going to say this, I really feel sorry for world leaders at the moment because I think they are in a very, very difficult position. Regardless of their, of their politics, yeah. they are in a very difficult position to deal with something new but having the responsibility to make decisions like, you know, when to ease lockdown, when to open schools, which whichever way you look at it are going to cost lives. Yes. And that is a tremendous burden for anybody to have to face. I'm very glad that I don't have that challenge and I, I wouldn't wish that on, on everyone. So where it comes to kindness, I think one of those kindnesses we could show is to those people having to make that decision and be a little bit generous to that because goodness me, I don't know how I could make that decision. Yeah. Thinking of that responsibility. Sorry, I got, I got sidetracked there. No, um, it's true. What you say is really um, It's tough uh, to balance health and economy. This too, unfortunately, in this situation, doesn't go hand in hand. So it's a tough choice. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's different parts of the community suffer slightly differently. You know, Correct. The old and the young. It's, it's a responsibility I'm very glad I don't have. Mm. How I learn to go through things, or what mm. I do is, one, being honest about the situation. Like I said, nobody's an expert and I don't know how these things work. So let's really collaborate what works well with other members of the team, what works well with me. What I've found as well is going online, you know, places like LinkedIn or various different websites and stuff. I mean, we, we met over, over LinkedIn, for example. Exactly. It's been a great resource to share ideas. And every day through connections and what people are posting on there, you really get an idea of, one, you're not alone. And I think that's in an isolated situation like we're in, feeling that you are alone is very common. So realizing that you've got other people out there going through the same thing. Being able to, as you say, having that human interaction with them is so yes. important, but also finding out from them what they're doing. You know, there's no point in reinventing the wheel. And I tell you, every single day I, I'm introduced to something new. And so that has been a tremendous resource. You know, it, it really does show that interconnectivity. And it's yeah. made me much more aware of that. And I really hope that that's something that comes out of this positively is that collaboration between colleagues who you've never met before, mm -hmm. but you certainly are talking to each other and you're sharing your experiences and you're trying to learn from each other because you know that this is a situation where everybody's a learner. There are no experts in this situation. 
Absolutely. I think casting your net wide in the network that you have or going to have will give you a lot of different new perspective in um, a lot of things. Hence, uh, giving you new learning experiences and also a different perspective from different views. So I think it's really cool to hear from you that, you know, you're looking at um, collaborative tools to get to know different people and open up your own network beyond what you already have previously. That's amazing. Rob, I was wondering, in the education industry, like yourself, you are one of the educators or leaders in the education industry. How do you think COVID-19 have changed or will change the education industry? What are your thoughts? Well, firstly, I hope it does what we've been talking about. You know, we've been mm. talking about emphasis on true humanity and skills and empathy and understanding and connectivity and collaboration and teamwork. I really hope that continues. I think what it's shown is the importance of flexibility within education. I think sometimes by the very nature of the beast, you know, we have our timetables. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing at nine o'clock on a Monday for the next yes. few months. Yeah, everybody's the same. So we can be quite rigid in our thinking. If we are to teach these 21st century skills, if we are to teach students to think outside the box, we as educators and educational leaders need to do that as well. So I think this has kind of given us a kick up the backside to realize mm. that actually maybe we weren't doing that as well as we could have done. And that actually what we now need to do is focus in on that flexibility, that flexibility for staff, but also for students. I think it's also shown how important it is for there to be responsibility for people to take, to be given and to take that responsibility, whether that's members of our team or whether that's students. The biggest thing I think is shown for learning is how important providing the skills and teaching the skills of independent learning is for students. Because in a situation like this, it brings to the fore and realises how important students' motivation, that intrinsic motivation to learn independently is so important. Because the ones that can't do that, they're the ones that are really suffering at the moment. Yes. Ones that are used to just being spoon-fed information that they just go out and they copy, they're the ones who are suffering at the moment. It's those students, and I've got a, unfortunately I've got quite a few of them, who are independent or you're able to give them a task, you're able to give them opportunities and they will go off and they will run with it. Mm -hmm. Those independent learners are what we really want to be creating for the 21st century post-COVID-19. We really have to have that flexibility and that uh, responsibility to act independently, I think is so important. So empowering your students in terms of their own learning ability and also understanding and they take their own path forward with your guidance, of course. Absolutely. Because you don't know when this could happen again. You know, this, yeah. this shows how important it is to have those skills of lifelong learning, that responsibility and that importance of being able to go off and learn, discover for yourself, I think is very, very important. And too often, I think maybe we breed students that are too dependent upon us. Because it makes us feel good. It's nice. They're these students, they, they need us. But actually, one of the first teachers um, I ever knew, actually, he, he was a profession of education at the University of Exeter, where I did my teacher training, John Nichols. He used a metaphor of building a house and uh, how when you look at a, a house that's being built or apartment block that's being built, you see the scaffolding. And all you see is scaffolding. Mm -hmm. On inside, there is nothing. Yes. And when the house is built, you take all the scaffolding down and the house is standing by itself. And that scaffolding is what education is. We're there to help the students grow and develop, but our job is done when we can go away and the students are standing by themselves independently, taking responsibility for the future. And build their own house from there. Exactly. Nicely said. Thank you, Rob, for sharing it. <laughs> what um, do you think uh, your new normal would be, Rob, when things go post-COVID-19? Would there be a new normal for yourself? I think so. I think there's definitely going to be less of a distance between home learning and school learning. 
I think we should be concentrating on building up more complementary learning partnerships between home and school. You know, clearly there is no difference at the moment. So we need to be able to build that up. Um, I think the use of technology is clearly like the obvious one. It, it is so vital and it's so vital that we have that, that we don't, the processes that we can use for it, where whatever age of teacher, you can still learn these processes, but also they need to be intertwined with what we're doing anyway. I think the idea that you, know, you see a class for one hour a week or two hours a week on a Tuesday afternoon and a Wednesday afternoon, and that's it. I think that's gone. We need to have that flexibility uh, and we need to have that responsibility, as I say. So I think they are going to be the big changes that we're looking forward to. And I think it's a great opportunity to really make a difference. So I think we've seen what works and what doesn't work. I'm actually quite positive, but I think out of this pandemic and out of the difficulties that we face, I truly hope that we can look to a brighter future. That, that is true. I mean, if you look at a lot of industry, it has transformed itself since the previous generations. But education has uh, actually not transformed too much until most recently. So this could be a, a chance and a time for all that to take place, transforming the education system. Absolutely, I, I completely agree. And, and I think it's incumbent upon educational leaders to take on that challenge and to bring our teams with us with that challenge because mm-hmm. we, there's no hiding from it now. It's, it's not, you're not talking abstract. This is, this is what things will be like in the future. It's not yeah. that abstract future anymore. It's the real present here and now. So let's make it happen together, right? Well said, uh, Rob. If you look at the whole um, pandemic that has unfolded in front of us most recently, there's a few groups. Uh, we, we spoke earlier about the vulnerability of the groups, whether it's the, the younger ones as well as the older generations. It is very important that I ask you this question right now because I find this is critical understanding from you. Where do you think and what do you think your message would be for the future generations to come? I think the, the big one is life is short. Life can change at any moment. Life is short, so make the most of the opportunities you've been pre- presented with. Because tomorrow, mm. you might be stuck at home. Well said. I mean, it is exactly what we feel right now. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> yeah. we are stuck. <laughs> exactly. So when you have these opportunities, and it's very easy to sit back and just go, oh, things never change, things will be the same, I don't really need to make yeah. a decision. Well, actually, you know you do. And to be responsible, you've got huge amounts of opportunities. Young people today have more opportunities than any previous generation. And that can be overwhelming. But you know what? You've got to take those opportunities. You've got to make the most of those opportunities. Because like we've just said, you could spend the next two months stopped inside, not being able to go out. So make the most of the time while you can. Make hay while the sun shines. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, your thoughts, your experiences. It's been a great pleasure and great honour to have you on Sky Gems Academy podcast. We look forward to having you again in the future. Meantime, do take care, stay safe, and I look forward to seeing you in Singapore or in Malaysia where we have a meal together real soon. Thank you very much and I appreciate you inviting me on your wonderful programme. Have a lovely day and I look forward to seeing you soon. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much once again. You take care. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's episode at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1 on the topic of how COVID-19 transformed the education industry. We trust that the podcast episode has provided a whole lot of value and insights to everyone who tuned in. 
If you enjoyed today's episode and you loved the vision and mission of Sky Gems Academy, can you please help us to convince others to tune in to Sky Gems Academy podcast too? Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy podcast. Please also kindly leave a quick review and rate Sky Gems Academy podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, and various Sky Gems Academy's podcast channels. That would mean the world to us, so thank you so much for your support. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy.com to find out more about our distinguished speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy podcast. High five and peace out.